Enough. I got tired of that already. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is uh, me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Wean Dog on the couch underneath the, the blanket. Sadie Dog is wandering around. You're not, Sadie Dog, you're not going upstairs. Thank you. You're not going upstairs. When you go upstairs, bad things happen. You used to just lie on my bed, but now you don't. You you do problems. Jump on that chair. Or you jump on the couch. That's cool. You did that easy peasy. Uh, look it over at the cat trees. I do not see the cats. I don't see either Cow or Larry. So you guys know what that means. <laughs> it means they are upstairs shitting on my bed. They're shitting on my bed. They're shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. They're shitting on my bed. <laughs> uh, but how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good one? Was it nice? Easy peasy, good day at work, good day at school, good day doing whatever you do. Hopefully it was. Why? Because today is Thursday, March 16th, 2020. Trace. Hopefully it was all right. It was kind of a nice day here in uh, Grand Rapido, Michigan. Grand Rapido. Uh, start off nice this morning but then when i uh, left work and came home it was raining and i uh, fuck i hate cold rainy days cold rainy days are the worst i'd rather just have it snow just have it fucking snow i don't need fucking this rain horse shit i i, I don't care like that grass and trees and other things need rain fuck that grass is worthless i've talked about grass a lot it's the grass is the biggest scam in in the world of horticulture or landscaping or whatever. Grass is fucking just a huge pussy, right? It needs the right temperature. It needs the right amount of sun. It needs the right amount of water. If you don't do it, it's gonna die. Meanwhile, dandelions will just come up. It's goddamn fucking winter and the goddamn dandelions popping out of six inches of snow. We should make our, our yard should be nothing but fucking dandelions and crabgrass. Crabgrass is the shit. You don't need to fucking water it or anything. Hell, you don't even need to plant it. It just shows up on its own. And it kicks the shit out of real grass. It's like, fuck you, grass. I'm crabby grass. Get the hell out of my way. Get, get off my lawn, grass. <laughs> fuck that grass shit. Ah, but anyway, the weather's kind of shitty right now. It's cold and damp and I, ha I hate it. I hate it. I'm at the new job. If you're a new if you're a new listener, I'm Steve McAllister, the host and MC. I was a comedian for a long time. I was a social worker for a longer time. And now I'm back to social work. I started a new job on Monday. 
and uh, shockingly, I'm still there. I have a history of... No, 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 Sadie Dog. That's the problem. Wean Dog starts barking, and then Sadie Dog's just got to jump in for no reason. Sadie Dog, if you're new, uh, she jumped down off the couch if you're keeping track at home. But if you're new to the podcast, and no one's fucking new. I don't know why I say that like I'm gaining goddamn listeners. Shit. Say dog's old. She's like 13. She's getting senile. She just stares at shit. <laughs> well, I think this morning I let her outside and I go to let her back in. And she's just like in the middle of the yard staring at nothing. Nothing. Just standing there. Staring. She didn't hear me at first. I, I have to like clap my hands now. That sudden like burst of noise. Fucking... Gets her out of a stupor. She's back on the couch if you keep track at home. She hasn't cried yet about jumping on the couch, so she must be feeling good today. But uh, today was a busy day at work for yours truly. I didn't really do much computer shit. Computer. I didn't really do a whole lot of computer shit. We We got our team meeting in the morning. 45 minutes of team meeting. Then I had a training on HIPAA. HIPAA? You guys know what HIPAA is? It's like huge, incompetent people probably are assholes. There's two A's at the end of HIPAA. (laughs) It's all about patient confidentiality. You got to keep a patient's health information, the PHI. You got to keep that shit confidential. You got to keep that motherfucking shit confidential. You don't want other motherfuckers finding out information about some of these HIPAA with two A's, motherfuckers. (laughs) So we had the training, and it was so dumb. I'm not going to lie, and I'm going to tell my boss it was dumb. Because we have all of these trainings, right? And they're all PowerPoint presentations. They're all fucking easy. You can just get through them. Dumb. Take a test at the end. Dumb. Whatever. But I get to this HIPAA one, and there's no training involved in it. It just takes me directly to the test. And it's six questions, and you got to get 80% right. And uh, you can only take it twice. And I'm like, all right, I'm up for the challenge. I took the test and I failed. (laughs) So I'm like, well, I'm not taking it again. I don't know what the fuck questions I got wrong. I don't fucking know. So I tell my boss, I'm like, oh yeah, what is this about? Why, where was the training? And she's like, oh yeah, no, it's like a live in person training that you, you take through Teams, Microsoft Teams. Fucking version of Zoom. I'm like, why? Why why is it a live one? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, okay. And we had so we had it today. And uh it was dumb as fuck, because yeah, it was a Zoom or a team meeting. But the lady who did it, I mean, she essentially did a PowerPoint, was just reading the shit to us. I'm like, there really wasn't, you really didn't do a fucking thing that we couldn't have done on PowerPoint. 
why the fuck is this is someone's getting paid extra for this shit or what it was just, i don't know it's just weird so we took it uh did it got it took the test i still got one wrong motherfucker i mean i passed i did what i needed to do but i was talking to the girl that uh has started with me she's on the same team everything else i go and i talk to her and i was like hey yeah i got the last one wrong and she's like yeah me too and i'm like yeah because we didn't talk about it the last one was talking about what's the strictest code and it was like hipaa and hip tech and two other things and the correct answer was one of the other things which we didn't even talk about we talked about hip and we talked about uh hip tech but we didn't talk about the other ones so like how the fuck would i know how the fuck would I know? Well, whatever. I don't care. I passed. Then I met with uh, the supervisor for our daily uh, check-in. Went to lunch. And, uh, this is what I'm doing for lunch, everybody. I'm just coming home. <laughs> I get an hour lunch. And it's they give you an hour lunch. I got to stay till 5 regardless. So I'm not going to take a uh, shorter lunch. If I still got to stay till five. So I'm like, fuck that shit. So I leave and I come home. I only live like 10 minutes away from work. So I drive home, let the dogs out, eat my lunch, watch an episode of Night Court. (laughs) And then I drive back. Gives a fuck. And then after lunch, I had to shadow a woman today for in-house. Stu, what the fuck's in-house? Well... Because my job is dealing with mentally ill individuals, there are often uh, a, a crisis will arise. Say the dog is off the couch if you're keeping track at home. A crisis will arise, and so we need to have somebody in-house to deal with these crisis issues. And they have someone do it from like uh, 9 to 1, and then other people do it from 1 to 5. Okay. All right. Um, so I I was uh, shadowing this woman today, and she is probably the, she is the one. She is a therapist. I am a case manager, and she is probably the one person who is older than me. Uh, and it was so it was good because we related on a lot of the same levels. Like I felt like she was a compatriot to me. She is a uh, comrade in arms. Say dog is on the couch again if you're keeping dragging home. And uh, so she was talking to, uh, talking to me about the expectations of uh, in-house. And then we were just talking about other stuff. And I was kind of bemoaning the, the, the problems that I'm having with the computers. The computers and, and all the horse shit. And she's like, yeah, I know. I, I did as well. I'm like, great. Great. Glad to know I'm not the only one. So during the time period that we were uh, in-house, there was one incident we had to deal with. A client came in, was feeling suicidal, and we had to go and assess the client. And I'm not going to lie, it's been the only thing that I felt comfortable with. It's pretty sad that I feel comfortable dealing with suicidal people. <laughs> it should not be how people are. 
you should not feel comfortable dealing with mentally ill, suicidal people who are hearing voices. <laughs> but I am. And we went in there and I let the lady, uh, my coworker, take the lead. Because, I mean, she's, she's the therapist and I'm technically the, the case manager. So our job expectations are different. And uh, she knows the system and whatever else, but we went through it. And she did what I would have done in, in handling this stuff. You, re you reviewed safety plan, coping mechanisms, uh, social support systems, right? You review strengths, and there we go. Because the goal is to... Um, clearly not hospitalized. Why? Money. Everything's money. Again, if you ever have a question why, the answer is always money. <laughs> you saving money. Someone is saving money in some way. It's just how it is. So there we go. So it was funny too, because we're done. It didn't take us a whole long time. It, I, it, despite what I just said of voices and suicidal ideation, and all that, it really wasn't that difficult. And I know some of you are like, what? Uh, trust me, it, it really wasn't that difficult. We spent uh, 25, 30 minutes with this woman and uh, sent her on her way, right? It took us like twice the amount of time to do the goddamn paperwork on what we did. What a huge fucking colossal waste of time. It's just, it's just dumb. It's dumb. The system we use is clunky. It's I, you know, for me. I'm the outsider, more or less, looking at it now. I'm like, it's clunky. It's it's unnecessary. <laughs> Whatever. It's, wh why is it like this? Money, <laughs> money, everybody, money, 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 money. Isn't that Pink Floyd? Is that Pink Floyd? Ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember, goddamn. I know they got the song about money. It's a thing. You got to do that and do that and Money, 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 money. I think that's somebody else, actually. Money. Ugh. So I get home. I got a couple nice cards that I purchased in the uh, in the mail. Some football cards, Josh Allen football cards. They're these cards that are called Spellbound, right? And it's the, it's the usually it's the quarterback of the team. And what they do for Spellbound is they take the the player's last name. And then they just assign a card to each letter. So with Josh Allen, there's five cards, A-L-L-E-N. And they have different variations of them. They, there's a green, which is like the basic. Then there's a pink. Then there is a silver. There is a uh, red. There's a purple. There's a gold. And then ultimately there's a blue. Fucking Christ. 
Now, sil the only ones that are not numbered, meaning there's only like 500 of these cards and there's 300 of these cards, the green and the pink are not numbered, right? So there's clearly much more of those cards and that's hence me having those sets already. So I got a pink today to, to close out Alan. I got, and I got a purple today. So I think I got two purples. I got three silvers. I got no reds, no golds, no blues. Blues, fucking crap. Blues are, ten, there's only 10 of each. So uh, they're, they're expensive. There's one on eBay that I think the guy is selling for like 300 bucks. So, I mean, if, if that were the case, it would take me $1,500 to get a blue set. And it'll, it'll be hard to get because there's only 10 of each one. So there's only 50 of these cards. That's crazy. But it's a goal. Uh, I'm just trying, right now, I'm just trying to finish the silver. And then I'll try to work on the other ones. I, I, uh, I'm kind of mad at myself. There was a red for sale on eBay the other day. And it, it ended at like 11 o'clock at night. And I'm not going to lie, I forgot, I forgot all about it. I woke up the next morning. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I figure I could at least have gotten a bid in on it, but I didn't. Uh, today was really kind of the first day of the NCAA brackets, men's basketball brackets. Did you guys watch today? Say Dog left the couch and came back. She's back if you're keeping track at home. What is that, four, five, in fucking 18 minutes of this podcast? She's a lunatic. She's a lunatic, everybody. No, she's on the couch, but she's not lying down. Or there you go. Lie down. Uh, I didn't watch. Clearly, I don't have time to watch them. It fucking work. But I know a lot of people, like, they'll, they'll set one of their monitors on to watch TV or something. Uh, apparently, there were some huge upsets. A number two seed, seed lost to a 15 seed. That doesn't happen very often. But it's always fun when it does. You got to root for the underdogs. That's really, it's a sport where you really want to see an underdog go as far as they can. And uh, what was it? It was Princeton beating Arizona, I think it was. There you go. So long, Wildcats. Go fuck yourself. Bring in the Princeton, I, I don't know, what are they? The Princeton hedge funders, is that what they are? The Princeton spoiled brats, is that what it is? The Princeton silver spoons, is that what they are? I don't know what their mascot is. The tigers, that's right there, the Princeton tigers. I'll go with the silver spoons. That's what they should be, the silver spoonerinos. Uh, this weekend, the... Uh, West Michigan Ironmen have a game on Saturday... Uh, normally I would go. I'm just, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. They're playing the Battle Creek Smoke. It's a new team. I only assume they're going to smoke the smoke, but I'm not going to go. Apparently you can watch it on TV. You can stream it. I only assume that it will be very bad. <laughs> I can't imagine there's, Sadog jumped off the couch if you're keeping track at home. I can't imagine there's multiple camera angles. But if you're interested in going, Eric Zane 
of the Eric Zane Show podcast fame is giving away tickets. He's the PA announcer. He's giving away a five-pack. What a weird number. But he's giving away a five-pack. So if you care, go to his uh, fan page, find the post. I think all you got to do is like the post, and you'll have an opportunity to win five tickets to the West Michigan Ironman. How about that, everybody? Say Dog is back on the couch if you're keeping track at home. All right, what the fuck's going on? Um, oh, I saw this, and this is just an example of old people saying old things and not necessarily realizing that they're um, maybe insulting people or, or harming people in some capacity. I'll give you an example of what I did today. When I was shadowing the woman uh, for in-house, we were talking about whatever, maybe a psychosocial assessment, some horseshit like that. And we were talking about medications because a good portion of the time, a lot of clients don't like taking meds, right? And clearly medications are very important. Like I, I take medications. It's important for me to take my medications daily. And I, I do what I can. They're right, right there in the bathroom, by the bathroom sink. I take, uh, I got two meds in the morning I got to take. And then there's one med in the evening I got to take. My, my blood thinner and my cholesterol med. How about that, everybody? So uh, the term that I use to describe it is med compliance, right? You have to be med compliant. And she informed me today that it's no longer called med compliance. And I was like, what? And she's like, yes, it's not med compliant. It's med adherence. I think that's the word she used, adherence. And I said, why? (laughs) I'm like, why? What what is wrong with med compliance? And she said, there's kind of the belief that meds are being forced if you say that they are being compliant. And that's when I rolled my eyes about a dozen times. And I was like, okay, okay. Jesus fucking Christ, okay. Rolled my eyes. Now, maybe, you know, I think it seems pretty picky, Yoon. There's clearly other things in the world that we need to be concerned with as opposed to saying a person is med-compliant or med-adherent. But whatever, I haven't been in the game in like 10 years, so sure, whatever, med-adherent. But the story, story is about Whoopi Goldberg. You guys know her. From The View, Star Trek Next Generation. She was a basketball coach of a team that had a monkey, (laughs) right? I think that's the one. I don't know. But currently she's on The View and she said something that got her in trouble. Oh, no. Oh, no, Stu. What got her in trouble? Well, she used a, a slur 
concerning Romani people. And I was like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Goldberg used a derogatory and racist term associated with the Romani people while referring to Trump's political base as people who still believe that he got blank somehow in the election. Now, in my brain, I know the term or I believe the term that she used to describe the Romani people is term that maybe a lot of us don't necessarily care to believe to be a racial slur, so I'm going to say it. <laughs> the word is gypsy. Oh! <laughs> oh! Stu said gypsy! <laughs> now, in my brain, I'm going, people who still believe that he got gypsy somehow in the election? That doesn't make any fucking sense. And then, but then I realized, oh, get your head out of your ass, dummy. She used the word gypped. People still believe that he got gypped somehow in the election. I was like, oh, yeah, I'd forgotten that the word gypped uh, is, is derived from the word gypsy. You know, and it basically means, I mean, you guys know what the word gypped means, right? It means that you got screwed out of something, right? I was like, ah, gyp. Now, gyp, gyp or gypped, whatever. I mean, that's a word that you basically you don't use unless you're a fucking kid, right? Like, that was a word I used as a kid all the goddamn time. I didn't realize that the word was derived from gypsy, and I clearly, as a child, I didn't necessarily realize that gypsy was a racial slur. I thought gypsies were people. Like, you're like, oh, God, the Apache tribe, the Seminoles, the gypsies, right? Like, that's just how I always thought it was. But apparently, within the last 10, 20 years or so, people are like, oh, no, that is a slur used to describe the Romani people. I'm like, well, what? It is? Okay, and I guess I never viewed it as like a slur either. Like I said, it'd be like calling, "Hey, what? What are you fucking an Apache? F fucking Cherokee? Seminole? I mean, that's yeah. You're you're a this is what you are. You're a gypsy. It doesn't mean anything to me. Whatever." So Goldberg goes on to explain it. She goes, when you're a certain age, you use words that you know from when you were a kid or you remember saying, and that's what I did today. And I shouldn't have. Because, yeah, I mean, that's fucking me, too. I said it as a kid. I don't really say it as an adult. The derogatory term Goldberg said Wednesday historically been used to denote when someone has been cheated in some way and likely originates from the derogatory Romani term gypsy wrote Mary Frances Winters of the Inclusion Solution, which is run by Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Justin Consulting Firm, the Winters Group. <laughs> yes, when I think of diversity, equity, inclusion, and justice, I think of a woman named Mary Frances Winters <laughs> from the consulting firm, the Winters Group. I mean, that totally screams inclusion, diversity, equity, Goldberg's faux pas comes a year after the television host was suspended from The View for a two-week period after receiving criticism for comments she made on the Holocaust. Yikes. What, what was 
the racial slur she used then. <laughs> Fucking Christ. She has a tendency to, whether she means to or not, opens her mouth and says something dumb. I don't know how old Whoopi is. How old do you think she is? Is Whoopi 70? I'm going to say, I think Whoopi Goldberg is 70. Now I'm looking, I got to look up this shit. Here we go. Whoopi Goldberg. There we go. Whoopi Goldberg is uh, 67. So I was close. She's kind of close to 70. She's up there. Whoopi Goldberg should retire. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying because it's an old thing. I'm saying it's because she says shit that's just getting her in trouble. So why not relax? You got all that Star Trek money. <laughs> you got all that fucking view money, sister act money, right? Why don't you just relax? Take it easy. I'm still learning a lot. Believe me, I've heard about everything that's said to me. I still, I believe the Holocaust was about race. And I'm still as sorry now as I was then that I upset, hurt, and angered people. She just need she just needs to stop talking. Stop talking, Whoopi. You're you're doing fine, and then you say some dumb shit that just gets people angered. Get some angry, angry motherfucker. All right. Uh, Say Dog's leaving the couch again. There she goes. Uh, let's stick with weird things that are changing all the time. I can't say uh, med compliant. I can't use the word gypped. <laughs> I feel like I've been gypped that I can't use the word gypped anymore. <laughs> Fuck it. Ugh, I know. Now, apparently... This is the thing with Gen Z people. They don't want you doing something that I love to do. They want you to do something else instead. And I'm like, oh my God, you Gen Z fucks. <laughs> this has, say dogs, jump back on the couch if you keep them track at home. Uh, this is about like road rage, road rage stuff, right? When you're having road rage... You're probably yelling. You're you're waving your arms around. Maybe you're bashing your fist on your steering wheel, right? And then possibly, probably, hopefully, you're giving people the finger, right? Like that's how you let them know. Hey, you dumb fuck! Fuck you! Here's the bird. Check out my middle finger, you dick. <laughs> right? Not anymore, according to Gen Zers. Gen Zers are like, we don't want to, we don't want to give them the middle finger anymore. Well, what do you want to give them? We want to give them the thumbs down. Thumbs down. It's much more impactful than giving the middle finger because it's such a major sign of disapproval. It just hits different. Said. Gabrielle Delone, 28-year-old social media manager. What kind of fucking job is that? <laughs> Give people the thumbs down. 
If someone gives me the thumbs down, I'm just going to give them the finger. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, while the thumbs up emoji was recently placed on the chopping block by younger members of the workforce force for its rude and hostile undertones. Really? The thumbs up is rude and hostile? Explain that to me, Gen Z and millennials. I don't understand that. I love giving people thumbs up. I'm like, hey, you're doing a good job. Thumbs up. Fuck yeah, you're great. What are you talking about? It's, it's rude and hostile, but giving people the thumbs down is not? You fucking, you dicks. <laughs> I don't, I'm an old man. I don't understand it. I say gypped. 20 and 30-somethings insist that a flash of the downward-facing digit is more hurtful form of roadway retribution than flipping the bird. That On TikTok, no wonder I don't know anything about this. Fuck TikTok. The hashtag uh, thumbs down has more than 16 million views. The second you receive a thumbs down a person, it's like they're, it's like they just pushed you, pushed your personal dislike button. It can be triggering. Brenna Sharp 31 told the post. Fuck you. These fucking bitches. <laughs> I'll just give you the goddamn finger. Brenna Sharp, a zipline instructor from Hawaii. They, ha they have weird fucking jobs. I'm a social media manager. I'm a zipline instructor. Jesus. Sharp swap, giving the finger for giving a thumbs down in late 2022 in an effort to set a better example for a three-year-old daughter. Well, you just said it's more hurtful and impactful than giving the finger. I don't know, man. Whatever. I think it's dumb. If I'm going to fucking be mad at somebody, I'm going to give them the finger. Joe Navarro, a nonverbal communication and body language expert. What the fuck is that? Told the post, the seemingly benign gesture can have a painful impact on a person, owing to mental shortcuts in the brain that can cause people to experience immediate emotional reactions to situations. And what does the finger do? The brain thinks in heuristics, said Navarro of the mental alleyways. And when it sees something that dramatically changes the shape of the hand, leaving only one or two digits poking out, it makes you feel bad. So what is the finger then? Jesus. He added that giving a thumbs down rather than sticking up the phallic middle finger can more clearly indicate to the recipient that they did something wrong without being crass. Fuck you, Navarro. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be in a room with this guy. I would just give him the bird. Yeah, I'm having road rage, you dick. <laughs> I don't think I'm worried about being crass or not. I'm fucking, I want them to know that I'm pissed and I'm giving them the finger. I swear to God, if somebody ever gave me the thumbs down, I would just give them the double bird. 
and hopefully they could read by my nonverbal gestures that I was pissed as fuck and didn't give a shit. <laughs> Thumbs down. Frowny face. <laughs> Fucking dummies. This sounds like the emasculation of the American male. <laughs> Oh, God. So the first lady I was talking about goes uh, De Leon. Said she recently used the gesture after Acura. How does a social media manager have an Acura? After Acura, Sinan was nearly sideswiped by a distracted driver talking on the phone. The guy looked at me. He was in shock, she said with a laugh, noting the added satisfaction of scolding the motorist without having them become too antagonistic. A few seconds later, I looked over into his car and he put his phone on. Yeah, because he almost sideswiped you. It had nothing to do with the fact that you gave him a fucking thumbs down. Does that ever happen to any of you fucks? You're on the phone, you're looking at something, you almost do something bad, and then you put down the phone for like a second, and then five minutes later, you picked up the phone again? You're like, ah, fuck, who gives a shit? Jesus. I swear to God, if I find out any of you are given the, the fucking thumbs down, uh, I will write a harshly written social media post about you. <laughs> I need you to know my disapproval. <laughs> oh, God. Am I the cranky old man? Yeah. You did a rant about grass up front, you idiot. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Forgot about that. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. Apparently, fucking, you know how rich and famous people get rich and more famous? Or more rich and more famous? T-Mobile bought that phone company, Mint Mobile, from goddamn Ryan Reynolds. Jesus Christ. Married to Blake Lively. One of the most handsome men in the world. T-Reynolds, or T-Reynolds, T-Mobile. Buys Mint Mobile for $1.3 billion. Now, he didn't, like, own it, own it. He was, like, a minority owner within it. But I'm sure he still gets, fuck, a couple million bucks. Fuck. Why can't I get a couple mil? I swear to God. If I got a couple mil, I'd probably quit my job. <laughs> probably, I would commit my, I would fucking quit my job. Lindsay Lohan is pregnant? Why? Why is Lindsay Lohan pregnant? She's got to be in her late 30s. Am I wrong? Fucking 36, yeah. That just seems too damn old to me. I mean, like, yeah, good for her or whatever. But fuck. She's going to be grandmama. <laughs> Fucking right? Eh, not quite. She'll be 54 when her uh, kid graduates high school. It's not super grandma-mom, but getting there. It getting there. All right, I'm going to end it there. There's a bunch of things I could talk about. A submarine that had cocaine on it. That's always exciting. Some town doesn't have cops. They got to rely on their own because they're out in the middle of nowhere. Cops won't come to them. They're like, fuck you. 
You decide you want to live in that fucking shithole area, you fucking police yourself, you fucks. Some guy was on the family feud, killed his wife. That's exciting. Maybe tomorrow. All right, I'm done, everybody. And yeah, I do podcast on Fridays. What's that? Well, I podcast the Patreon on Fridays. That's a paywall. You pay a little extra money, five bucks a month, and you get a lot more podcasts. Freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. Patreon pretty much every other day of the week. Sometimes I take a day off. Sometimes I just need a breather. But uh, you probably you get like eight free podcasts a month, and you probably are getting twenty goddamn Patreons. So that's pretty damn good. That's a lot of podcasts. So if you guys could go to P-A-T-R-E-O-N, search out Elemental Podcast. If you like this shit, you'll love that shit because it's the same shit, just more of that shit. So go do that if you could. If you could do the uh, like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, that'd be sweet too. Uh, if you could check out my Tee Public store, check out my Macari store, that'd be sweet. If you can't find the links to either of those, let me know and I'll send them to you. I actually sold a uh, 2003 Jason Giambi New York Yankee Christmas ornament. Sold that today. How about that? So it's mostly sports shit. I do got other shit on my Macari store. Uh, if you can do the whole rate, review, subscribe, that'd be sweet. Apparently that helps in some way, so please do it. Only do it if you like the podcast. If you don't like the podcast, just stop listening. I'm all right with it. I am okay. I have a very limited uh, listenership, and I get it. But if I can grow it, that'd be great, too. So if you don't like the podcast, get the fuck out of here. I'll give you the thumbs down. <laughs> uh, so if you do that, that'd be great. And then do five these five things for me. Magic JBM on Facebook. Hit the like button. My buddy John Midgley. Magician, social worker, all-around swell dude. He's got a page on Facebook for his magic stuff. Go hit the like button, Magic JBM. Stay there. Check out Extra Levels Gaming, their Facebook page, or their website, Extra Levels Gaming. Extra Levels is a video game store in Holt, Michigan, which is uh, not near you, I'm sure. So check out their uh, website and you can buy some old retro video games, whatever system you might like. Uh, they might even have The Last of Us if you uh, if you like that game. So go check them out, Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook and their website, extralevelsgaming.com. Uh, then stay there, check out The Sunday Slaw on Facebook. That's Adam and Stephanie House. Married couple who eats a shit ton of coleslaw. I can only imagine what their farts are like on Sunday night. <laughs> Straight fucking vinegar. <laughs> but they eat a lot of coleslaw together. They do Facebook live videos of themselves eating the coleslaw. They give it the thumbs up. They're, maybe if they're in a road rage incident, they give it the thumbs down. But uh, go check it out on Facebook, The Sunday Slaw. Go check out Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. And Matt has an Etsy store. He just put out a video on TikTok about uh, the, the gnomes. He's He makes clay gnomes. He sells it at uh, Etsy Barefoot Gnome over there. So go check him out. 
Matt Harper Art, TikTok and Instagram. Uh, that's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. Titties. And last but not least, go check out Bear Boards and Tables, Bear Like a Grizzly, over on Instagram. He's got a link to his Macari store. Mark, the owner, makes a lot of things out of wood, cutting boards, keychains, knickknacks, whatever. So go check him out, Bear Boards and Tables, and buy something from him on Macari. So that's it. You guys are wonderful. Thank you for listening. I will see you tomorrow for Patreon. Or I will see you on Monday for a freebie. All right, guys. We'll see you. Have a good evening. Okay, bye.